When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I've got this. <laughs> I'm delighted to be joined by Jazza Dickon, who's wandering the streets of, of Dublin somewhere. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? I've been kicked out. My bed's caught me. I've been kicked out the house. <laughs> I want to rest. Just come out to the gym. The music's too loud. The gym's off. I'm just sitting outside, outside in the street. <laughs> Look, it's it's uh, it's warm here because it's normally raining in it. So, yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Andy? I don't I've know. What you want... I've got a question. Every time I watch the AFL, the intro, I can't figure out what Ray Winston's saying. He must have been about seventeen. The bands has killed him. He nicked his guilt. What's he saying? No, I don't think I know either, mate. To be honest, he, we nicked his guilt. The bands has killed him, right? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Can someone find out what Ray Winston's saying? You know what? I'll, I'll I'll clip this, mate, and I'll go. I'll get the the answers in the comments. I'll put this on Instagram or something. Uh, yeah. What do you want to talk about, mate? It's only like you're in the featherweight division, and you've got three of the two of the world titles up for grabs this Saturday. So I thought I'd get your thoughts on it. If you yeah, okay. Just missed it last week, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been I've been here while the boxing was on this weekend, but I just missed it, didn't I? You just didn't yeah, know, was you? Yeah, no, I was there from Wednesday, mate, to be honest. Wednesday to Sunday, so I was there for five days. <laughs> you could have come yeah. and see me. Uh, I know, yeah, we were about a mile apart and I were on Zoom together. I know, man. That, that, that's just because we're just two uneducated fools, to be honest. Yeah, it is. Yeah. One of us is. Anyway, yeah. Well, let's just, I watched the thing. I watched the thing. Um, what, what, what's it called? The new t- podcast thing you're doing? Where you're oh, round talking- up you're so- Talking smart with pure McCart. Yeah. Like it's good, it. yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we just break down the weekend's action. So one another one should be out this Sunday. We'll talk about the, the three the three shows this weekend. The one in Bournemouth, yeah. the Sky Sports, the one in Manchester, the Dazone, and the BT Sport out in Belfast with McConnell and Luis Alberto Lopez. Brilliant. So let's talk about that one then. Since it's in your division, you've made it clear that you want to look at that segue. Do you see that segue? See how good an interviewer I am. So smooth. Smooth, mate. Straight into it. Uh, yeah, Mick Collin, who you've talked about wanting to fight, he's fighting for the IBF World Featherweight title against Jose yeah. Lu- uh, Luis Alberto Lopez. Uh, uh, forgive me, forget his name wrong there. Yeah, Lopez beat Warrington in the majority decision last time out. Mick Collins got two wins back-to-back victories after the the Lee Wood loss. Just talk to me about yeah. this fight then in Belfast. What's your thoughts? Yeah, he's got himself back on his feet, and he um Collins he's done well bringing himself back. He, um, he suffered that loss. Probably a bit of a at the time devastating loss, but time passes and and you get your confidence back and he has he's got his confidence back with some good wins. Um it's the first time I think that Michael's fought for the IB the IBF. Mm-hmm. The IBF. What people don't know about the IBF and is it, it's either for you or it's not, because after the way you can only put ten pounds on. Mm. If you're just the right size. You can't. You can. You can probably be a bigger fighter uh, uh, in the other, in the other um, 
sanctioning bodies, but with the IBF, you can only put £10 on your way again at 8 o'clock the next morning, I think it is, mm-hmm. and you can only put £10 on So some fighters actually have to go for a run or a little sweat out. No, because they can't, because they're too big for the weight. After the weigh-in, you put on like a pound, uh, a stone, and that's like £14 in it, so <laughs> two kilo, they've got to lose after the weigh-in. So we'll see, how, we'll see uh, if he's that. I think that'll be the factor that wins or loses for Michael because it comes down to like the, the minor details on the world title level I think he's good enough I think if he nullifies if he is the awkward man and he nullifies Lopez's awkwardness himself because he seems like an awkward fighter Lopez mm-hmm. um, I think I think well I hope he can do it I think well Michael like Lopez against Warrington he, 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 he was a very good boxer but he was more on the front foot and obviously Mick has got that that very very good and he's got a great skill set. So in terms of staying on the back foot and he, and he, listen, Mick, Mick can pack a punch and he, he's shown that against Lee Wood because he hurt Lee Wood obviously dropped him in the I think it was the first round. So it, it's an intriguing fight. It's very very intriguing. Yeah. Obviously with this two styles that we have there, we've got Lopez who's that Mexican sort of style. You can punch, yeah. and you've got Mick Collins who's got that elusiveness. He can switch hit. He can box off the back foot. He can box on the front foot yeah. if need be, and he can get in, he can get torn in as well. So, what kind of fight are you expecting then? Are you expecting a war, a cagey fight, or how do you see it? I'm ex- I'm expecting this for a fight to Mick later on in the fight, but early on, I think that's why what, what people don't realize about when what's the difference between a good amateur who's turned pro and a decent pro who so like Josh Wallington never had an amateur career. Mm. Well, he did, but he, he never had a good opportunity because he didn't see different styles. He didn't just travel the world, getting get an experience of different styles, and that will come in, in mixed favour. He'll have seen styles like this before. He's seen all different type of styles. He's been out to America. He's seen a lot of, um, how can I say, Mexican style of fighting in America. He's seen it before. So I think he will understand how, how, it, um, how it's going to pan out, and he understands the awkwardness of the Mexican style because when we face... People from different countries, we've never seen it before, so we can throw it off a little bit, and that's what I think we've seen with Josh Warrington. He just didn't understand how it works. You know what I mean? We've seen that twice. We've seen it with Lopez, and we've seen it with Lara, and he just couldn't get the style right. You know what I mean? He's used to European fighters and blowing away European fighters and fighting British fighters. He understands the strength and the tech, mm-hmm. not the, the physicalities, but not the technicalities. And I think that'll be in Mick's favour. Um, I think Mick's seen it before. He's been around the world. And he's got that experience to, you know, to nullify the, the tricky fight in Lopez. I think early on, I think he win a lot of rounds. Um, but I think, you know, um, if there's no knockout there from Lopez, I do think that it'll probably like eight rounds to four, Mick. That's, a, that's how I see it, you know. But I do think that Lopez packs a punch when he's given the opportunity. But mm. take away the opportunity and don't, don't hand it to him. Then, you know, it, like you say, Mick's going to be on the back foot, isn't he? And and that will it be, be styles stylistically. I do think it's good for Mick. That Belfast crowd as well. Obviously, Mick's fine at home, and the Irish fans. I'll, I'll again. I've I've been to Belfast on numerous occasions, and I got to witness Dublin for the first time with Katie yeah. Taylor. Now I'm telling you right now, there might not be better fans in the world. And I'm a jock. I'm Scottish, and I've been to, yeah. I've been to Liverpool. I've been to Manchester. I've been to London, Newcastle, Vegas, New York. I've been all over the world, but the, the Irish fans are just different breed. And the Belfast fans, the, the, that would give Mick that extra five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent, whatever he needs to to get to the finish line. I believe. 
Yeah, and it will also give him a little bit of extra pressure, that unwanted pressure, but it will also bring the best out of him, you know, and the Irish fans, and what about them, mate? I, I, it was so close to... Well, I said it in the gym before, I was talking about someone said we, as if like, I'm Irish, I forgot myself, <laughs> but it was like we nearly had it. Mm. In Ireland, you know what I mean? But I think that the world seemed Irish boxing and there's so many talented fighters here. You just don't get the opportunity because the majority of the the top promoters who've got the television, they're in America mm. or they're in England, you know, but they, they nearly come back to Dublin, didn't it? Uh, the Dublin people, they were made up with it that, that it was backhands and they are some of the best fights, uh, fans in the world and they followed the fighters no matter where they go. But having it actually in Belfast and in Dublin, it, it will be special, you know. That That is why I want to fight. I'd happily fight in Belfast because I know Scousers Scouts are a little bit like Celtic, are they? Like Scottish people as well, you know what I mean? No, I think Scousers are Celtic, I think, but you're just, yeah. for lack of a bit of a word, you're, you're sort of mixed. A lot of Irish and Scots and all that went down there. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and a lot of Welsh. Welsh as well. So you're, you're yeah. very mixed. You're very, very mixed. I mean, just look at like, just look at the names like uh, Joe Joe McNally and De- Dec O'Rourke, man, who were just the, oh, yeah. I, I was in Ireland uh, with just then. I mean, there's two Celtic names right there off the bat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, and I, to, well. and I had to and I had to be full blown Dickens in like English. English, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's some Celtic blood in there I'm, somewhere. Oh yeah, old Dickens, old Dickens when I'm over here. I'm oh no, I'm Mac Dickens talking to you, aren't I? Ah, you're Mac Dickens. Mick Dickens talking to me, aye. Yeah. Um, so yeah, back to the back to what we were talking about there. Yeah, I think that I do think that me having it in Ireland, I think it will go on the shave and I think it'll be. I think it's going to be another world champion from Ireland. Hopefully, I hope so. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's jump onto the other featherweight fight, which is I believe Mick Collins' ring walk's going to be around. They're going to be in the ring around twenty-five past nine, an hour before Wood Lara. So we're going to get to see both fights. Um, did so they, yeah, did they, sort, did they sort that out? Did they? Uh, think so, mate. Yes, clash? yes, yeah. yes. I, I think the Sky yeah. Sports show the 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 cruiserweight between Billum Smith and O'Coley is still around about ten o'clock. But the Manchester one, obviously, which you've got a keen eye on because it's in your division, is is your old four, somebody you beat before in Lee Wood. He's up against Maurizio Lara in the rematch. Um, yeah. I mean, fair play to Lee Wood for wanting that rematch to right that wrong. But how did you see this one? Yeah, when you say fair play, you had no choice really. It's a world title fight, you know what I mean? When you lost a world title, what are you going to do? Go and, go and fight for Central Area? I don't think so, you know what I mean? doesn't want to go back down. The money's at the world title. So he had to really, you know what I mean? Will he be... Will he be? Will he be right mentally for it? I hope so. I think he. I think he's at that age, and anywhere he's, he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had losses. He's come back. He knows who he is. He knows what he's capable of. He knows that he's not. He knows what he's got inside. Him, you know what I mean? He's shown it time and time again, and he's he's defeated the odds sometimes as well. And so I think that he's he has got it in him to pull off an upset but that's what it is for me it's an upset if he does win um, but if I was to bet my money somewhere it would definitely be on Lara just because he's, he, he doesn't know how to lose does he and he is confident and, and he's probably got a bit of a, um, a confidence that is false confidence in the fact that he doesn't know who he is yet he hasn't had the loss and he has. He's had two he losses to Maurizio Lara. He's lost twice. I know, but it's 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 different, isn't it? It's like they were so early on in his career. They were so yeah, they were in Mexico. Yeah. 
Yeah, has he has he ever like been blitzed and like had to face the demons? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think I think I've, I need to. I think he got knocked out as well. He's been he's he's had a knockout loss on his record. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, he's had a yeah. proper chat of shit here then, Alex. <laughs> Oh, can we just pretend that that's not just Listen, I, I keep everything. I'm not cutting everything out, Jazz. Everything stays in. Everything stays yeah. in. Lee, Lee Wood there. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Looking at the first fight, though, Jazz, Lee Wood was winning the fight. I mean, he was pinging ladder, but do you know yourself as a, as a fighter, mate? It's staying away from a puncher that can hit like ladder for the full 36 minutes. For them 12 rounds, is it? Is it can Lee stay away from that 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 power shot that led to? Can he stay away from that for the twelve rounds? Well, that's not the case. I know when you're you're fighting, you're not thinking. If he hits me now, I'm going to sleep. Mm. You don't think that. You know what I mean? I think the last thing that you're thinking is even if you see a shot coming and it's going to there. Yeah, the last thing that you're thinking as a fighter is I'm going to go with Steve. You know what I mean? You don't mm. think I'm going to go with Steve if this lands now. I might go with Steve. You don't think that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I fucking like I Steve. Do. You don't. <laughs> when I was for, when I was when I was for Liam Smith, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you battered Liam Smith, I battered him for about ten seconds. Yeah. I'm only joking. I've been watching this. I'm joking. I'm gonna buy it at all, but, uh, so I, 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 I don't know. I think he's gonna go into it fully confident that he's gonna get the win. You know what I mean, I don't think that he'll be thinking, "Oh, I'll stay away." I don't know. Would he be thinking that? Do you think he, he, he could be thinking, stay away from him, stay away from him to the point where he could lose out on what, on what he's got to gain? Mm. I think I think the way he, the, his game plan was spot on him and Ben Davidson's game plan in the first fight was spot on until he got caught because he for me, he was winning the fight. He was keeping it long, tagging him with a straight right hand. Um, but then obviously, again, it's, it's that, it's staying switched on for the 36 minutes. And listen... <laughs> Lee Woods is a good fighter and a lot of losses like yourself you've lost yourself Jazz and you've used yeah. them losses as lessons you've learned from them and you've got back and you've got yourself a world title yourself so it's yeah. a, it's an intriguing one and like I said I've said to you many many times I've said, I've said to Lee Wood as well that the featherweight division for me is my yeah. favourite division because you little guys man I mean there's you are fighting each other you are losing the world titles and handing them over I think I've done the research. I think there's been four WBC, four IBF, three WBA, and two WBO world champions in the last 18 months to two years. That's ridiculous. Start that, start I, 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 listen, <laughs> I'm talking shit. I didn't do any research. I'm just guessing. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? That there, there has been, yeah. I mean, there's been so many champions of late and you're fighting each other. And it's good. there's good fighters in the division up and down. I mean, you've got the champions, you've got... Uh, Brandon Figueroa, you've got Mauricio Lara, you've got uh, Ramirez, Vargas, yourself, Wood, Warrington, McConlin, uh, Ray Ford out in America as well, who I know very, very well, Mark McZio, um, Robsy Ramirez, the Cuban. Um, <laughs> there's another guy somewhere. <laughs> You're impressive that, you know, no else is like you there, Andrew Trains in your gym. Obviously, Dominic Vaughan. John Vaughan's always been like that. John knows the, the game inside out. I remember Dominic, Dom. I was Dom's youth worker when I was younger. I mm. used to work in the youth club, and I remember Dom telling me one time about the fella that I was fighting, and he knew everything about. It. He was about fourteen. He knew the fella that I was fighting. He could tell yeah. me all about him. Dom was like you there, and but yeah, I think there's levels to it, and there's a lower level of featherweight that could be on the world stage. 
Yeah. But there's like levels in the everyone's trying to break onto that next level because there's so much good talent there, it's hard to break onto the onto the next level. But that's what I'm saying. That next level, there's about ten the top ten right now, you're yeah. all you could you can all be world champions, the top ten in that yeah. division right now. You you're in fact well obviously five years off, you include your IBO world title, but you've got guys that are there and every single one of you could be a world champion. You could all yeah. beat each other. There's not there's not yeah. like a big discrepancy between the top 10 top 12 if that makes sense because there yeah. is so many good good fighters i mean kiko martinez i don't know if he's moved up somebody told me he's moved up to super featherweight but if he goes back down to featherweight there's another guy right there do you know what i mean yeah. but joe yeah. as well who's another great fighter it's, it's just a ridiculous division it's my favorite division um yeah but i probably said about three names about 10 names there that you'd have a clue about all you know is josh Wongton, mick Collins, and lee Wood. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no do you know them names and i mean yeah. i think i'm in all the rankings and and not, and to see them names from all the rankings, you know. So uh, Mike and the team in the box will know the names, you know what I mean? Good. And they're all in the other rankings. So they must be good fighters, yeah. That's the thing. Like I say, you're all great, great fighters, and that's why it's my favourite division, because even though probably you, you've got like Lopez and Lara might be the favourites going into these fights, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if if Wood beats Lara and Mick Collins yeah. uh, beats, uh, beats Lopez. I mean, because it, it's just... Mick Collin, it can easily be a world champion. He's got the skill set and he, he probably will be yeah. world champion. And everyone yeah. knows, like, obviously I've been a big massive supporter of Mick for so long and and, and Lee Wood as well. He already been a world champion. He beat Kanzu. Yeah. So it's a, it's a crazy division. But the question I'm going to ask you though, Jazza, right, is you've made it clear that you wanted to fight Mick Collin. So obviously you're going to be, I'm guessing you're, you're going to be supporting Mick on Saturday night. And I'm guessing... We need... I need Mick and I need Lee Wood to win because the knock-on effect is better for everybody. You, you even you, and even even the work that you do, yep. it's a lot easier for you to do your work in 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 Nottingham or Belfast than it is in Mexico, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. We've seen just on with Maurizio Lara back in the by, when he beat Warrington on in the bubble, and we've just seen recently a gym mate of yours and a good friend of ours, and Gary Colley fought a Mexican and uh, Jose Felix Jr. on Saturday. Yep. These Mexicans. They, they like to upset the apple cart. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is what I was talking about, about that experience. Mick's got it, you know what I mean? And Tyrone, Ty, Tyrone, Tyrone McKenna, he beat, he beat your man's a need Mexican. Mm. But he's a good fighter at Mexican, you know, Andy. He's like, he's not getting the credit because we he just assumed that. Hang on, listen, the cars pass. We just assumed that Gary should blow him away because he's been blowing everyone away. But... Tyrone got a lot of amateur experience, you know what I mean? So Tyrone probably had come across that before, but he was a good fighter, him, and gave me credit to all the lads who I've beaten before because he knew what he was doing. Him. Mm-hmm, definitely. And like I said, you said there that Mick definitely has that skill set. He, he, he's, he's got, he can switch his self he, he's, he's got, he can actually, I mean, his record might not show, but he can, he packs a punch, Mick. Do you know what I mean? He can hit. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same with, the same with Lee Wood. We've seen that he can hit as well. So, but that being said, so can Lopez and so can Lara. But I think, that, I, I think Mick, I think Mick can box more than Lopez can hit. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd rather have Mick's boxing skills than Lopez's power. Yeah, I agree. I think that's it. I'd rather have Mick. Yeah, going into a fight like this, you'd rather have Mick's skill set than than Lopez's yeah. power. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I'm guessing. I, well, the question I was going to ask you, I suppose, was. You're obviously going to want. You said you need sort of like Mick Collin and and Lee Wood to fight. Now you made it clear that you would love to fight Mick Collin in Ireland, 
but you've also made yeah. it clear that you want the rematch with Lee Wood. If you had a choice, yeah. if there was a, if there was like a, I don't know, the left, if somebody had like, I gave you a choice and said you could either fight Mick Conan in Belfast, or red Lee pill, blue Wood. pill, red red pill, blue pill, exactly that. That's what that's what I was thinking of. Red pill, blue, blue pill. You could fight one of them, Mick Conan in Belfast or Ireland, or Lee yeah. Wood in Nottingham or Liverpool. Who would you want to face? Celtic title against me and Mick. Yeah. The Celtic title, yeah. So I'm actually well and I'm what am I ranked now with the IBF? I, IBF has got number one challenge here. There's a fella called Ray Abe. I was supposed to fight him six months about four months ago. And the fight never happened. I agreed to it. I was training for it. Didn't happen. So he's number. He'll be mandatory. If Mick wins, he'll be mandatory for it. Number two is vacant. Number three is Josh Warrington, and number four is me. So Josh Warrington, number three, and I'm number four in the IBF. Warrington is apparently gonna get the um. Warrington turned turned that fight down with me and said that I'm just gonna sit it out and fight the winner of. Um, Lee Wood and Lara. So therefore, I'll be that. I'll be number two in the mandatory. So I actually might be mandatory for who's, who's number one for me. Fella called Ray Abe, Japanese number one. A Japanese guy, yeah, 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 yeah. And you, so, so you'll be number two. So hopefully, Mick will have a voluntary, and then the voluntary will be against you. I think that'll be. Yeah. Might not even have to be a volunteer, you know. I might get a get a shot at the world title before that and become to a position where we're unifying, you know. I'll have the IBO, something else, and then unification and it's just the way it is, isn't it? You you just get like a, the the snowball effect, it just gets it just happens fast, doesn't it? That's what I've learned throughout the years. You never know what's around the corner. Yeah, that's it, man. You said the Celtic title. You do know that's a lot uh, that's a lot smaller than the IBF world title, right? The Celt the Celtic world title. The Celtic world title. All right. Okay. <laughs> Listen, are you, have you got Celtic blood in you? Can you fight for the Celtic title? Yeah. Yeah. No. My nan's dad was Irish. Your nan's dad. So your great, great, great granddad, are you? Your great, great granddad. We, we, we were the old Dickens from Ballymun. And we had to change the name to get it, get, get to not get get our heads cut off in England back in the day. So, so we're basically old Dickens Irish, you know. But when I go back home, I'm Dickens. And when I come to Scotland, I'm Max Dickens. So, <laughs> if that was on me, on me, me nan's, nan's side, you know. So, what are you when you go to Mexico? Dick, Dick um, Chavins. <laughs> yeah. Um, what am I in Mexico? We'll find out. Yeah, you know what? Hopefully we bring them Mexicans over here, but I would happily go to Mexico. We'll find out. We'll find out. Well, good luck to uh, everybody involved. And I had obviously you do have the IBO world title, so it is a is a is a piece of the puzzle. It's a carrot to dangle in front of uh, fighters that want to become a a unified world champion. There's a lot made of the IBO uh, world title, but it is what it is. I was no one. I was made up to see James Metcalf win the IBO didn't night, and yeah. that's what it is. And it's like. Is that the world title online? You give it, you know, people give you loads of, you know, you call yourself world champion, the IBO and all that. But taking myself out of my situation, looking at James Metcalf when that IBO, we cemented his name in history, and it was amazing, you know, it was it was buzzing for him to, to have that, the IBO world title. That's what we call it, the IBO world title, don't we? So, yeah, it's a world title. It's a, it's a world title, mate. I mean, 
Uh, Joshua held it, Klitschko held it at the heavyweight division. So it's uh, you've got yeah. one as well. So it's uh, so yeah. Metcalf's got one. So listen, final prediction then on the two fights this Saturday: Lopez, Conlon, Wood, Lara, go. Conlon and Lara. But I want Lee Wood and Colin to win, you know. But best of luck, lads. You know, he's doing, he's doing us proud and um, keeps doing a good job. And I hope that the camps are going well and uh, we're wish, wishing nothing but the best. Definitely, definitely. Listen, like you said, it's good for people this side of the pond if we can have Mick and, and Lee Wood win against these, these Mexicans. But the deaths and these Mexicans, like I said, man, that they're, they're, they're coming over here. But they're not just coming over for a payday, it seems. They come over here and they, they mean business. So tough task ahead for both fighters, but I'm tasked that they, they can both do it. They're a task that they can both win, I, I, I believe. So, listen, good luck to them. But Jazza, what's happening with you, mate? Are you you got something um, to go? Are you going to just hang about them streets? What's going on? I've just been kicked out. I'm just trying to fucking find out. Hostel or something tonight. I'm going to announce a fight very soon. And... Um, possibly the defence of the IBO world title if nothing big comes up, you know. And I can't see that happening right now because the way that the lay of the land. But you know, after this weekend, it doors will open up only, and I'll I'll have my defence, and therefore, hopefully, um, we could unify very very soon. And but yeah, um, follow me social medias, and you keep up to date, and you probably see an announcement this week. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, listen, I'll get a chat with you Sunday if you want after the fights, and we can talk about it then. And see what you're. I mean, I, I have to watch the fights, Ugh, mate. You're a boxing fan, surely. This weekend, I went running while Katie Taylor was fighting, and guy, I went running with the uh, the wireless. Remember radios? Aye. I had to, uh, <laughs> I was listening to the radio. Bunty it was brilliant. Actually, Bunty's great on the radio, winning. So I was listening to that and the streets of Ireland. No, no stories about Manny Pacquiao when he, and and like the crime rate goes down when he fights because everyone's watching the fight. There was nobody in it, on the streets. The streets were empty. I think everyone was just behind closed doors watching Katie Taylor and Gary Cully. Amazing. I could have made a joke about a scouser and empty houses, like, but I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I'm joking. I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want Bellevue and the Smiths and that kicking my, kicking my ass next time I see them, so I won't say it. But yeah, Jazza, always a pleasure to speak to you, mate. Uh, you're training hard. You're a, you're a gentleman. So it's always a pleasure to speak to you. And uh, good luck to both Mick and Lee Wood this weekend. And yeah, listen, I've got your number. So I'll text you. You better watch them fight Sunday. I'll, I'll speak to you on Sunday about them. There we go. Sunday. I like that. If, what if I listen on the radio? No. no. Got to watch no. it. No, no, you, what, what do you mean? Mate, what, you're not in the 1930s, man. Watch TV. I know. I know. But I'll be honest with you. Like, no, when I'm watching boxing. I'm sitting there looking around thinking, what the fuck am I doing watching something that I should be training for myself? I get probably, I get like, I think, what am I doing watching boxing? I should be training hard, you know what I mean? Right. So the best thing for me, listen on the radio, train, get two beds at one stone. <laughs> I'll just watch it. I'll just watch it. It's me too, the we head. Yeah. Listen, Jimmy D, Jimmy D. I'm going to call you Jimmy D, all right? Yeah. Because it, little... it, says, it says on your little thing here on, on Zoom, it says Jimmy D. So I like it. No, why it's Jimmy and because right. then Barnpots you get your number and you mess you on the weekends and you and you're in camp trying to train and it's like that's me. I like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me. That's me, Jazza. But listen, mate. Uh we'll find a hostel, get your head down. All right. And I'll speak to you soon, brother. 
Abi rahimler Thanks man. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.